Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft and BlacksinBitcoin.com, where everybody's welcome, but I stay black and loving Bitcoin. Welcome this week. This will be our last week where it's just me doing a solo pod. I'm having guests. Finally, we're having guests. Next Wednesday night, it will be Patwin Lawrence of the Black Republican Black Democrat podcast, straight out of the Twin Cities. He's an investment banker with Wells Fargo, early Ripple hodler, and host of a popular FM radio podcast in Minneapolis, St. Paul area. Week after that, we'll have Diamond Michael Scott. He's a Bitcoin writer who's lived off the banking grid for over two years. So it'll be great to interview him for a change. He's interviewed me a couple times. It'll be great to see his perspective on life outside the central banking system. Also, we'll have Courtney Brown on the 31st. She's with the Columbia School of Journalism, who's working inside the belly of the beast at CNBC. She works with one of my heartthrobs, Ooh, Melissa Lee. Ooh. So there might be, might be a few inappropriate questions on that podcast. And also, Shania Nicholas on... What day is that? I think the 4th? 5th? Anyway, the first two, the first first Wednesday of February, I believe that's the 6th, uh, she is an L.A. lawyer and entrepreneur with an Inglewood, California investment group looking to start their own hyper-local cryptocurrency. So stay with me, y'all. Guests are coming. Guests are coming. All right. So we have a, say, we have a saying here in Vegas. It extends to our division-leading Las Vegas Golden Knights, and you know who has the best home record in the NHL. The house always wins, and in this case, <laughs> the blockchain always wins. If this will click, oh, there we go, Jamie Dimon. <sighs> Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan Chase, has finally bent the knee. He says he regrets calling Bitcoin a fraud and believes in blockchain, the technology behind it. Oh, I've been waiting for this day. I'm waiting for this day for so long. Shut up! No, it's true. He really finally bent the knee. Now, yes, we all know I have an axe grind against Diamond and those of his ilk. If you read Too Big to Fail or kept up with the you know the global recession of 2008, 2009, you'll know what role his... Banks and banks like him, like his, played a role in it. They were reckless with our money and our savings and our and our capital, and you know lost you know a, a ton of money and got bailed at 100 cents on the dollar. And actually, Bitcoin was born as a response to that. So it gives me great pleasure, great pleasure to see him finally capitulate. Just as recently as December, he was calling Bitcoin like a fraud or a Ponzi scheme that's not real. And look at him. Look, he says the blockchain is real. He added in our interview. You can have crypto dollars and yen and stuff like that. He's a little bit dubious on ICOs, but um, but he, he said the Bitcoin was always to me what the governments are going to feel about Bitcoin when it gets really big. And I just have a different opinion than other people. So he's it's he's he's got like a toe in or whatever. But honestly, J.P. Morgan has already been working in the blockchain and cryptocurrency space. So even as much as he was undermining them publicly, privately they're getting them coins. So welcome, Jamie. Fatality. Welcome. You've, your hate has finally died. Welcome to the club. Yay! 
All right. So, welcome home, Jamie. Welcome home. Uh, and good luck trying to manipulate this financial system. <laughs> and, and oh, and of course, it wouldn't. I'd be remiss without really rubbing it in. There's nothing that pleases my family more than being right. Um, it's 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 a character flaw. I don't care. But I'd like to say that Jamie Diamonds mentions the other day. Here's a live look in at what they must look like. The cold Gretchen Wieners, the sign of toaster strudel magnet from Mean Girls. You can't sit with us! <laughs> yes, yeah, so welcome home, Jamie. Welcome home. Okay, so, now this is something we've, I've been personally keeping an eye on. I know skeptics and, and haters alike have been looking at this askance, but... Today was the day, 6 a.m. Pacific time, when the BitConnect X ICO went live. And I can't tell you how excited I was for this. R little bits of information started leaking out just hours ahead of the, of the ICO. And to be honest with you, it was, the, the rumors and, and so were kind of crazy. And we finally were able to see a frequently asked questions page. It was a little demoralizing. Number one, the U.S. is locked out. Oh, hell no. No, hell yes. Nope, nope, nope. We can't get in. I mean, uh, now, look, there. people have said, I'll oh, just use a VPN to get around it or whatever. And look, I won't, I won't even lie. I, I might have tried a few surreptitious means to try to get in that piece. But especially if you have, if you have so much as even a U.S. cell phone number, they're not letting you in that piece. And they demand a phone number upon signing up. So U.S. is locked out. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. Uh, I guess publicly, I will have to say that I am asked out of this of of this ICO. But let's actually go over what exactly BitConnect X is going to do, anyways. Now, as rumored, as rumored, it is an exchange, not quite a decentralized exchange, but an exchange nonetheless, where it looks like they are taking Litecoin, Bitcoin. I'm not, I don't think they're doing fiat currency yet, but Litecoin, Bitcoin, and of course, their proprietary BCC coin as uh, currencies to fund the ICO. But I guess they'll be they'll have an exchange kind of like Binance. Let's take a look at Binance. If you're familiar at all with Binance, they've got a lot of uh, – Binance has a lot of different, you know, yeah, 500-plus crypto coin pairs, really popular, hard to get into right now. Hard to get into now because they're not accepting new uh, new investors, new customers. But BitConnect X is looking to do to, to pull a Binance. Binance has their own coin, you know, just like BitConnect X is looking to make. BCCX will be, I guess, the the trading symbol. Uh, you, you know, all the stuff you look for. You have a wallet. This is the supply. And so here's what's interesting about this ICO is that they're only doling out. 261,333 coins per day. So for every 24 hours. So that base and and now here's the kicker. They're pricing their I this is probably the most expensive ICO in history. They're pricing their ICO per coin. Per coin at 500 no, sorry, at $50 per coin. Ah! $50 per coin. Nope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And even still, I'm getting a small case of FOMO. I mean, it could be really big. First of all, to give you an idea of how in demand this is going to be regardless, they sold out of their 261,333 coins, which is roughly $13 million. They sold out of that coin in less than 15 minutes. So at $50 a pop, people were buying that coin with, and I think the most you could buy was like 100 coins. So 
So I guess people were buying $50,000 worth of coins. I mean, they were really they were really on one. So um, I guess congratulations for those who bought their coin for yesterday. I guess it resets again at uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time. I'm I'm I might have to miss this one. I, I might just have to this might have to miss me. I know, I know. I really want to be part of it, but at fifty dollars per coin and I'd have to do all sorts of mm, pseudo legal, quasi legal means to acquire it, probably not gonna happen for the kid. But um but yeah, they they reset they sold out in fifteen minutes, resets every twenty four hours. <sighs> Unless I move to Vancouver, might be a dream. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to have to miss out on this one because I live in the United States. U.S. sucks. Get, really kind of getting annoying now. I mean, get your act together, U.S. And speaking of which, uh, another thing that made news along the BitConnect side, and then, oh, and also for those who might have just tuned in for the first time on this podcast, BitConnect X is an, is a, an exchange that's being rolled out from the BitConnect platform of which I am somewhat invested. Now, speaking of BitConnect proper, they got hit with a couple of cease and desist since last time we joined each other. So the first one was from Texas. I think it came down on Friday, and that spread a whole bunch of FUD and, try, and people trying to, to figure out what exactly it meant. FUD for internet newbie, for uh, uh, internet and Bitcoin newbies means fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And basically... Uh, all based, all they said, Texas, the Texas AG, the Texas Attorney General, is a bit of a dick. And I say that because he's hit companies like DraftKings with uh, cease and desist uh, before DraftKings, which is the daily fantasy sports site worth, you know, you know, about a billion and a half dollars, billion with a B. Um, you know, they're working on regulation in all these different states. But you know, when it came to DraftKings, when they got hit with the cease and desist, they're like, well, we're gonna fight you. Screw that. So they decided they were going to keep operating in Texas. I know for a fact they're still operating in Texas and while they're fighting in the courts and also working on becoming fully regulated in you know all these other states. So a cease and desist just basically means we don't like what you're doing. Um, we may or may not have legal grounds to tell you to stop. We're just going to you know wag our finger at you and, and you know try to tell you what to do. So in, now this is another reason why... I firmly believe that BitConnect is a legitimate platform. It's not a scam. It's not a Ponzi scheme. You've never missed a payout. I personally have made about, I guess, about 80% in 52 days in my in, in my investment. Um, you know, getting those daily interest rates, uh, daily interest payments day after day, averaging about I think 1.06 per day. And that's not guaranteed. It is, you know, after. Bitcoin trading bot volatility. But I've I've earned about 80% on my investment in 52 days. Anyways. So they so when BitConnect got hit with the cease and desist, they were like, you know, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> they based they set up a little thing on their window when you signed in, where you had to declare what state you were from. And so, you know, um, I'm not in Texas, I'm in Nevada, so I declared Nevada, and we just kept it moving. Um, sadly, Texas people, they well, now they won't be able to lend anymore. They'll be able to withdraw, you know, their their earnings and stuff, but they will not be able to make new loans. So their money is still safe. It's not gone or any, anything. BitConnect isn't going anywhere. And as I was saying earlier, another example of how BitConnect is actually legit is that if they weren't legit, if they were, if they were a little bit less than legit, they would probably just keep doing business with you know in Texas, 
you know, without any regard to the cease and desist or without even trying to fight in the courts. At least DraftKings is fighting theirs in the court and not leaving. You know, there's, you know, I mean, BitConnect's like, you know what, we're out. And, and that's also probably what led to them leaving uh, the United States entirely. Uh, North Carolina, I think, came out today or yesterday with a cease and desist on BitConnect. It's getting out of hand, people, all right? People, the government hates when people are getting money. We are over here stacking our, our coins. We're getting these coins quietly, and they just can't stand it. Uh, they don't understand you know, how the whole platform works. If you are truly interested in how any of this shit works, I have a whole page dedicated to my BitConnect Bitcoin investment scam where I go over in <clears throat> nauseating detail how it kind of works. I link you guys to some tutorials, including the very engaging Trevon James and how people are really, you know, making life-changing money through BitConnect. I mean, it does sound too good to be true, but you just trust me. If you, you know, you can figure it out. And and even if people say, oh, well, you could have just made more money just holding Bitcoin or crypto over the last year. And, you know, maybe, maybe not. What With what I'm doing, I'm compounding my interest daily to get to a point where, you know, I'm, I'll probably make, you know, several hundred percent on my money in, in, a, in a few months, you know? So, I mean, you know, you could probably do one or the other, but the cool thing about BitConnect is every day, for the most part, I'm getting some sort of return on my investment. On a day like today where, where my, my, my coin portfolio... I won't say may it rest in peace. It's just having it's just, it's having a week, all right? We've had our first ever three consecutive days of losses out of 60 days running. I mean, this is a little traumatic. I don't know what to do. But yet my BitConnect, 1.49 yesterday. Uh, I think it was, yeah, I think we had like a 0.46 day, and then we had like a 1.19 day. I mean, just, you know, trading on that volatility, whatever algorithms the Bitcoin trading bot's doing over at BitConnect, it's really working. So anyways, just want to let you know that there's some of us out here still getting money, even in a down market. Oh, and just also letting you know, too, that this kind of FUD has really kind of scared people off. I mean, USI Tech, which is a platform I've done a little research into, haven't invested in it. Done a little research. I know people who are in USI Tech, and they're getting money every day. It's kind of like a BitConnect but instead of paying you out in their coin like BitConnect does, they pay you out in Bitcoin. So on some days or stretches, it could be more valuable than, uh, than you know, payouts from BitConnect. But anyways, USI Tech, they're out too. Uh, this, the, the cease and desist you know, spooked them from the North American market. They're out of the United States and Canada. So it just kind of really sucks to be you know, a crypto entrepreneur these days if you live in the United States. It just kind of does. I mean, I don't know. We're not at the point yet where I can move to the Cayman Islands or St. Kitts, Roger Ver style, but it's just something to think about if you're watching this from the United States, that you know, the government is against the people having power and money. I don't know what to tell you. So, in honor of... Uh, so, and now, now it's time for your favorite part. My favorite part. It is time for the Trevon James Honorary Coin Count, where I kept my coins, and you kept your coins, we all get rich together. That's right. And in honor of Trevon, I've got, his, I've got a signature style of music playing in the background. He likes having some classical airy music as we go attend to the markets. Yes. So... It's been a brutal week. Like I said, our first three consecutive losing days in our coin portfolio. I, I won't lie, I'm a little traumatized. I'm a little traumatized, y'all. This is, I, I don't know what to do with myself. But we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it together. It's all good. Um, <clears throat> so first of all, let's take a look at 
Bitcoin proper. Um, overall, we're still doing okay on our coin portfolio. I mean, like, you know, don't cry for me. Overall, it looks like we are at... At one point, we more than doubled our money. It was pretty inspiring, I won't lie. Maybe, maybe it was last week we'd, uh, we'd reached the point where we doubled our money. I was very, it was very excited. Now we're down to about... Mm, 91% ROI in about 52 days. So, you know, I mean, beats a freaking savings account. Beats a CD. Beats s and for crying out loud, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, alright, so Bitcoin, it's had a week. <laughs> uh, basically, a lot of stuff coming out big. So, one thing to keep aware with the price of Bitcoin, it has dropped a lot, partially because the higher... the the the... The South Korean exchanges have been taken, have been wiped out of coin market cap. They're they were consistently about five to seven thousand dollars more than other exchanges. It was inflating the average and you know throwing it out of whack. And also, I'd heard I'd heard rumors that you know South Korean investors were forced to buy at these you know inflated prices. It's kind of sad. So basically, South uh, so basically coin market cap and all the other and all the other um, I guess. Uh, Coin counters, what do you call it? Uh, market watchers uh, decided to take South Korea off the map. So, so that so, and I think that was about here. So then you saw like a big drop in the price of Bitcoin um, for for all these markets. So, so yeah. So you know, we and then that kind of spooked sentiment or whatever. People started selling. Um, we we had a little bit of a comeback the other day, but now it's it's just down, man. I'm gonna tell you. So we, where were, where were we at? About a week ago, we were at. 15,179 and right now eh, it's trying to rally at 13,000 so that that's a drop that is a bit of a drop uh what else are we hodling we are hodling <laughs> ripple r-i-p pull yeah um interesting what's been going on here ripple has made a nosedive um, I'm not sure we can call it a correction because it's just not, the bleeding won't stop. Last week, it was up as high as 354. It was feeling itself. As high as 384. My God. How the mighty have fallen. And now it has just gone down, down, down. Look at this plunge here. What's that, a Wednesday? January 8th? Ooh, look at that plunge on, on Monday. And it's never recovered. So there is, um... So I think there might have been some FUD out there about Ripple, but either way, it just seems like, you know, it, I mean, what started off as a correction led to a stampede, and all the Ripple haters are out there licking their chops, you know, just so glad it's it's fallen. I personally don't really care. I got in at Ripple at 23 cents on the advice of next week's guest, Pat Wynn Lawrence. Um, you know, he said the banks are using Ripple to make transactions and everything, to, to settle interbank daily payments, so... I got in on Ripple at 23 cents, so I'm still fine. I'm all right. I mean, I can't be pleased about this drop. It would have been cool if it had gone from 354 to 415 or beyond, but I'm just going to ride it out. That's why, th this is why when you invest in a coin, it is important to understand what the coin does and to, and to believe in the use case for that coin because it will weather it'll get you through these tough times right here i mean you could say that oh we lost all this money from 354 well you can't lose if you never sell i didn't really have it because i didn't sell it and so i'm still up anyways from 23 cents so i'm i'm still loving life now it messed up my roi to date you know i've had like nice big spikes off of ripple uh earlier in the week but you know what we'll be all right because long term 
I believe Ripple is going to be the gateway for these dinosaur banks trying to stay in the game. And they're going to keep buying Ripple uh, to try to stay relevant when it comes to cryptocurrency. Alright. Another coin we're holding is Dash. Dash, Dash, Dash. Where'd we get in on Dash? Dash we got in at 449. So even though, once again, I mean, all these have had, I mean, look at this. Look at the seven days of these. Of these. They're all in the red. All in the red. Um, except for ETH. And we'll talk about ETH in a minute. Dash is down to $1,005. It's also had a wild ride. Um, I believe in Dash. To me, I think it is actually one of the best privacy coins out there because what they're doing on the interface with the wallet is is going to be excellent. It's going to be great. So I believe in Dash. Uh, what else we have? Uh, East. We also hold Ethereum. Ethereum is actually up 24%. That's good for Ethereum. Um, we also we got some ETH at. Where we get ETH at like 500. You can see what ETH. Where we we got we got into ETH at oh 357 a coin and bought a little bit more at 468. So all this is still good for us. Bad for, a bad look in our portfolio today, you know, because it's been it's been yeah, up and down. But uh, over the last seven days, it's appreciated almost by a quarter. That is some real. That's appreciation, Holmes. Uh, Litecoin, we love us some Litecoin. 230. It's also had a hell of a week. Down 2.65%. Um, but once again, we're still up overall on Litecoin. Uh, what else? Oh, BAT. Be, oh, so, uh, actually, before we go to BAT, let's look at Monero. Monero, also down about 10%. Uh, Monero. Oh, Monero. 366. It reached heights as high as 470. Let's take a look at this seven-day chart real quick. Its seven-day was also similarly wild. It went up as high as... Look at this. Look at this, look at this little tippy-top. For, it, we were almost at 500, y'all, <laughs> and it and it's gone all the way down to 366. It's just been a full cryptocurrency pullback. I mean, I, it, I don't know how else more to explain it. Uh, we reached a market cap uh, for all cryptocurrencies at over 800 billion at one point, and then now it's pulled back to under 700 billion, 654 billion, as of taping Wednesday night, the 10th. Uh, bat. Let's take a look at bat. That's when we got in at 19 cents, I believe. No, we got in earlier. I think we got in bat at 16 cents. Yeah, 16 cents. 70 cents. It's had a hell of a week as well. But you know what? We're still riding high with it. We're you know we're still making profit overall. And bat. I think we'll, we'll see a lot more movement on bat eventually. Uh, I think Q2 of this year, which is when I think that the Brave Network is going to roll out its its browser uh, to compete with Google. And Bat also, once again, is they're trying to redo online internet advertising so that we, the, the content creators who are constantly putting up our social media posts and our blogs and all sorts of other stuff, that we can participate more directly in those funds. Uh, let's see, what else are we hodling? We are hodling storage. So storage, I love y'all. I wish, I wish I could run your node correctly. I, I mean, they're also they they're down. They're down a, a grip. Um, they also reached some pr some pretty high highs at one point, and then yeah, two seventy two eighty five. I think we I think it crossed three dollars at one point, did it? Yeah, 2.97. Look like it peaked at 2.97, and then it's kind of went down from there. Anyway, storage. I mean, it's been really Dow Jones. He's been a real roller coaster for storage. Storage. That's a decentralized Dropbox um, type thing. You know, file. Uh, basically storing files 
decentralized and different people computers. Um, that's a real that's a real hot thing right now. Filecoin, a Johnny Come Lately, they you know burst on the scene with a 257 million dollar ICO this past summer, and it basically is doing what Storage has been doing for like the last three or four years. So. Biters! <laughs> anyway, storage. Uh, I really wish I could run my storage node. It is overly complex for newbies. Uh, I might get it f uh, figured out over over the next week, but I want to I earn extra storage for renting out space on my hard drive. That'd be awesome, but right now I can't. So right now I just hodl. I hodl. Uh, our coin count. What else is left? XOM Stellar. Stellar Lumens. We got into Stellar at 19 cents per coin less than a month ago and Stellar's had a wild ride itself too XLM is the trade sign and it's down <laughs> it's down half let's look at this chart real quick the seven day of this chart is similarly wild because it, it, it scraped like a dollar it got damn close to a dollar <clears throat> in in seven day it got up to like 90 something look at it look at this 93 cents I, I believe was the high and just crashed all the way down all the way down to where we're at now about 40 47 cents even lower than I when I took my coin count earlier today Ugh. yeah but I still believe in stellar nonprofits are using it which is you know which is key um, uh, developing nations are using it as a platform and I'm telling you, Kick is coming. K-I-K. Their ICO is coming in the second quarter of this year, I believe. So I think that will definitely drive the sucker up probably north of $2, to be honest with you. Once again, not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. Just the opinions of an experienced crypto hodler. Substratum. My baby. Another one I want to be able to run a node. They're being super stingy with their nodes. Let a brother run a node. I want to earn extra sub. This is going to be one that's going to make the internet uh, open to all. You'll be able to put a layer on the internet and be able to just kind of surf almost like your your address list. You know, people in Iran and Russia and China, places where where IPs are blocking, you know, you know, sites and content. You'll be able to get onto a substratum, turn on your substratum uh, interface, and be able to go wherever you want. And this also will be really good against net neutrality too, for net neutrality which is under attack here in the United States. Ugh, it's down 26%, about, you know, off more than a quarter. I mean, it's it's Lifetime, which is and it's fairly new. It's only a few months old. It's had a meteoric rise, but like everything else in the market today, it's been pulling back. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, a week from now, we'll look back at these charts and laugh because we'll all have double-digit returns. And then one of my newest coins, which I, which is RCN, the Ripio Credit Network. They're, they've, they've had a bit of a ride, but I believe overall they're up. What, what are y'all doing? No! They're, uh, they've pulled back too. This seven day was really nice for a minute. It went as high as 49, 50, it went as high as 50 cents. It was awesome. And now it's, I mean, it's had a correction tonight. Uh, it's it's down to about 39, 38 cents. We got in at 38 cents, so we're back where we started. <laughs> it's been a fun ride, though. This is another one where once they as they roll out their system, and they're also trying to they're they're doing peer to peer lending, um, so you don't have to go to a bank to uh, basically kind of like a lending club, a, a, bl a blockchain lending club um, for cryptocurrency. So I believe in them. Also, we'll be hobbling it for a while. And when it comes to Bloom. 
Um, Bloom token, which is only being traded on two... Things only being traded on two uh, exchanges, one of which is Radar, Radar Relay. And when I last checked, uh, today it was at $1.64. We got in on the ICO at $1.26 in ETH. And right now, yeah, yeah, MetaMask. Uh, it looks like the last trade was 0.0012799 ETH. Let's do the math. Times, uh, what was ETH trading at? 1,005? A, a uh, so it's down to 129. So we're almost back to where we started. It's just a terrible day in crypto. And, and that's fine, all right? It, it can't be rosy, you know, every single day. Like I said, we had our first, you know, three-day losing streak this week. It's going to be all right. It's taking a look at GDAX. I mean, look at all these buyers. Look, look, at, look at the depths. Look at all these buyers. I mean, it's going to be okay. We're going we're gonna to get back to where we, where we belong soon enough. Everyone just correcting off of, off of the Asia market. Eventually, we're going to be all right. Okay, so enough of, enough of that. Now, on to the altcoin of the week. Yes, altcoin of the week. And this week, we are covering, what are we? Oh, Tron. Let's, let's, get, our, let's get our Tron on. Not the movie, but is this? No, this is, this is the wrong one. We're looking for, there we go, Tron. There we go. A lot of hype about Tron. Actually, let's, let's start off with the coin market cap of Tron. This one kind of shot up out of nowhere. Uh, now, but then also it's had a hell of a week too. Look at it down 23%. It was as high as 30 cents about a week and some change ago. Look at this. Look at this peak right here. 20, oh, where did it go? It was really, well, trust me, it was up, up to about 30 cents at one point. And then it had a huge sell-off. Um, you know, a lot of FUD out there about Tron. A lot of hype and marketing about Tron. I actually spent... <laughs> snapshot of my life I actually spent uh, Saturday night doing about an hour and a half of research on Tron trying to figure out uh, what you know trying to cut through all the hype uh, yeah that's yeah that's what it is that's how I spend my Saturday nights <laughs> researching all coins so our all coin of the week is Tron and let and what exactly is Tron what does it do all right, because it's got a lot of hype, but not an actual lot of substance to show for it. Here's its 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 a uh, landing page. Eh, where is it? Tron. Basically, they they and they've they've got big goals, right? I mean, right now, like I said, it's trading about ten cents per. Um, so its cheap entry point is the reason why a lot of people like get gobbling up Tron for its potential. Uh, and there's been a lot of hype made about its founder, Justin Sun. He's a protege of Jack Ma. He's highly visible, active on Twitter, as you can see. Um, you know, a young cat. I think he's in his you know, mid twenties. He's started uh, what's it called the the Pewo Pewo P E. Here we go. P E I W O app in China, which has I think you know tens of millions of well at least ten million users, I believe. It's like um, it's kind of like a, a voice activated Snapchat. I think that's what it's called. We're not gonna look it up. Anyways, um, he's and it basically aims for a decentralization of internet entertainment. They want content creators to be able to distribute their own content through the blockchain without going through third parties. Uh, you could do stuff like creating personal ICOs where you can capitalize directly off your brand with your own kind of coin within the Tron system. 
you can also actually let's, let's switch over to there we go um, you can oh it looks like 398,000 people own some Tron I guess I don't know how they calculate that but that's interesting uh, basically uh, they want to create a decentralized infrastructures for entertainment and gaming so instead of like loading stuff up to YouTube or putting stuff in the iTunes store, Apple, they will allow you to upload your content to the blockchain, still have control over it, and be able to f and be able to determine how you want to monetize it through using their, I think it's called Tronix, T-R-O-N-I-X coin, uh, and then also offering decentralized web hosting, so you don't have to pay GoDaddy or Amazon Web Services each month in order to host your website. So really big swings, really big swings. Uh, they have a kind of ridiculous eight-year plan with some interesting marketing. Um, they call it, here it is. Well, first of all, they misspelled Exodus. I, I get it. He's, he's, he's Chinese, but Jesus, I mean, get your English proofreader to, to fix this. Anyways, Exodus, so it's four-stage, one, two, three, four, five, six-stage, eight-year plan or whatever. Fairly ambitious. Um so we're in the middle of Exodus, whatever. They've got, you know, I, you know, the marketing, you know, like I said, it's a lot of marketing, a lot of marketing. Um, and they kind of go into what it, it's about up here earlier. But, and one of the biggest uh, detractors against Tron is that they don't have like a, a working product, be it all this hype is behind it, all this money is flooded into it. And I know there are people who bought in at 30 cents who are, you know, or who are, you know, kind of crying their eyes out right now. But if you're getting into Tron, Tron is a long-term play. Because what they're trying to accomplish, basically trying to do an end around, you know, Google and the Apples of the world, it's going to take some time. So if you get it, if so if, so I'm probably going to get some Tron. I'm still in a kind of watch-and-see mode right now. Kind of trying to time the bottom, like like double dutch, you know, like when double dutch, and, you know, in grade school trying to figure out when to get in, like, is it, is it now? Is it now? You know, you don't want to get, like, smacked in the face with, like, the, the, the ropes. <laughs> but anyways, um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of watching a little bit. I mean, I don't know if it'll get as low, lower than its current, you know, 10 cents or whatever. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty damn low. You know, it's 10 cents and change. Yeah, almost about 11 cents. But uh, I'm just kind of waiting, just waiting. I'm watching for a couple weeks, and I might get into it myself. Add it to the coin count, um, and but I'm I, I like where it's headed. I think it's got you know I think it's got uh, good bones. He's also making partnerships with publicly traded Chinese companies. That's pretty big, um, you know. Uh, as well as I think he opened up an office in San Francisco. He actually posted a copy of the lease. Wow, this guy tweets a lot. I like his style. Um, well, anyways, he posted on on Twitter a copy of the lease uh, of an officer opening up in San Francisco. So he's going to be in Silicon Valley rubbing elbows with all those types, all that VC money out there. So, yeah, you could do worse with Tron. And if you really want to get a nice snapshot of Tron, I highly suggest, and I'll leave this in the links below, um, Ready, Set, Crypto's five-and-a-half-minute five um, uh, description on the five reasons to buy Tron. Really good, really good. Get, gives a good overview of what it actually does, and they mentioned that they're actually trying out Tron, or, or, or some of the, the applications in Tron on the Piwo app in China. So it, so he actually does kind of have a, a working prototype. And now, honestly, as a startup, as a startup you know, founder, a start startup, you know, a tech startup founder, I mean, you want to have a working prototype. It's very important. So it gives me a little more faith in Tron. You might want to check it out. Like I said, we'll watch for now, but eventually I'm probably going to get to give me some Tron. Light cycle not included.
Okay, ICO, did you know? Somehow I got on the wrong list somewhere, or I have, like, you know, I get all these, I get all, the, I get all these, you know, uh, uh, emails, whatever, to invest in ICOs. I don't know how I got on this list, but I'm on it. Anyways, in the interest of entertaining you all, I'm going to share with you an ICO I've been taking a look at this week. And, and we'll go to and we'll set up a poll on Twitter. And we'll vote on whether you think we should invest in this ICO. Last week's ICO, did you know? Um, actually, we were it was more we were actually talking about BitConnect for the most part, and the results from that one. The podcast poll is: Do you think you'll invest in in BitConnect X? Actually, actually the the yeah I'm sorry the the podcast poll is over BitConnect X, and the results are in. It is. Can we see the results? They're not going to show us results. They okay. Well, anyway, the results were 57% were four and 50. Wow, they really aren't going to show us the results. That sucks. All right. Anyways, 57% um, were for BitConnect X versus 43% against. So I wonder. I wonder. Now, then, mind you, our poll ended before it went live on the sixth, and the whole $50 you know word got out. So I wonder if those same people are still investing in, investing in BitConnect X. And now I guess I might be a slight no. I mean, uh, I wonder how many of those people were from the United States also, because that will kind of suck. All right, anyways, this week's ICO, did you know, is Telegram. Woo-wee! Now, Telegram, for those of you all who aren't familiar, Telegram is, it, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a messaging company founded by Pavel Durov. He's... Another one of those Russian whiz kids. He made like the the Facebook version of, or sorry, the Russian version of Facebook called VK. Um, the the Russian, I won't say mafia or whatever, but uh, basically Putin-linked cronies kind of forced him out of his own of his own creation. So he's kind of like he wanted to create something new that he would own, you know, uh, most of, and that was kind of Telegram. It's a messaging app which is used by 180 million users worldwide. They're adding half a million new users a day. It's extremely popular in the cryptocurrency space because that's a, a kind of it's, it's almost kind of like like uh, an encrypted you know an encrypted worldwide version of Slack. It reminds me a little bit of Slack where people can just kind of you know you know type you know in like instant message style in a in a big form. And that's how a lot of these cryptocurrencies and ICOs are handling their business on PR, customer support, things like that. Well, Telegram's extremely popular. <clears throat> um, you see it on all these pages for these ICOs, and he and they're 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 gonna make some money off it. It's been it's a free you know, to use. Uh, platform for now and basically they're looking to create a multi-billion dollar ICO for it now according now according to rumor now this is ICO drops they kind of track ICOs that are coming and just released and and they're and so they're, they're they're calling it the telegram online network maybe ton the <clears throat> I think the Tick, I'm not sure the ticker will be gram, but each but the unit will be called a gram. And each gram right now they're they're trying to price at about 10 cents USD. So that's going to be another one that's going to be a really hot ICO whenever it comes out. Rumor has it it's going to be in March. It says they're going to be a, a KYC, like know your customer. So I wonder if that means they're also going to block US again. Oh man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because this, I mean, of all of the ICOs that are coming out, I think this one has the surest shot of them yet. Because because of the because basically they're going to be giving if you're if you're on Telegram, you're going to be I think they'll be airdropping you some some some, some gram. So I think that's going to be really huge for it as well. Um, it's. It, 52%, 44% of it's going to be released out to, to the general public. I'm not sure how much of that's going to be in the actual ICO, but well, maybe maybe the, maybe the 44% will be in the ICO sale. And it's, I mean, this is one that I think is going to go from like 10 cents to like $10 in like no time because it's going to be a lot of utility for it. They have 180 million you know, uh, user base to start with. It's going to be amazing. So I'm really big on Ton or, or uh, Telegram. Telegram's ICO. Like I said, looks like late first quarter this year. Stay tuned. When I know, you'll know. All right. So we'll put up we'll we'll put up a poll for this week. Are you inter- Are you interested in investing in 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 Ton, T O N, in the Telegram ICO? Go to Blacks and Bitcoin on Twitter at Blacks and Bitcoin on Twitter for the poll. We'll have it up all week. So make your voice be heard. Vote. All right. Oh, the listener giveaway. Ask a BTC guy. Send me your crypto questions. I'll send, let's change that in the rundown, $10 in BTC from my Coinbase tipping wallet to the top three questions I get each week. I'll read and answer them on the next week's pod and send you your crypto right after recording. You'll email me at blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com to enter and win. Our first question Oh, from, you know, uh, returning question from Robbie. He wants to know, he said, to alleviate fears of hacking my cryptocurrency, which everyone who a novice is, explain how a peer-to-peer decentralized blockchain network actually makes it hard to be hacked than if you had your money in a centralized network. Great question. And the answer actually lies inside the question. All right. So think of, so think of like a bank. All right. Think, think actually think of the Federal Reserve, right? You know, or or the U.S. Mint, where they actually print money, right? So that's a fairly centralized structure. Now, even though they have satellite offices of the Federal Reserve, whatever, if someone did like some coordinated drone strike, not endorsing that, it's not a terrorist podcast. But if someone did like a coordinated drone strike where they took out like all you know the the, the Federal Reserve, or whatever, or all the the, the 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 bookkeeping systems whatever the Federal Reserve we all be kind of screwed the global you know economy collapse because it's it's centralized it's just it, it, they're called central banks for a reason right it's from where we get monetary policy and the U.S. Mint is from where they actually create you know our currency and paper money and everything it's centralized whereas decentralized the decentralized nature of the blockchain because people computers you know, I mean, a lot of miners in China, but, you know, computers around the globe can <clears throat> can mine for Bitcoin to help keep the security of the blockchain up or run nodes where <clears throat> where traffic is, is run through for the for the Bitcoin network or other blockchain networks because everyone else can participate by securing the network from their own computer. It's by nature decentralized. There's no one point of failure. It's kind of like, I, I, same thing with like storage, where I kind of like say where if Dropbox gets drone striked, I'm kind of screwed because a lot of my stuff is, uh, is backed up on Dropbox. 
it's a, that's a single point of failure. If the Dropbox goes out of business or whatever, or somebody hacks them and steals all their info, I'm kind of screwed. Whereas if I had all my stuff on storage, it's decentralized. It's spread out among their network of computers. There's no single point of failure. So by default, your stuff is safer that way. Your the, the blockchain is inherently safer const, construct than centralized banking because there's no one single point of failure. And, and, and it's kind of unhackable, to be honest with you. I mean, now you can make errors with the way you store your Bitcoin or your other cryptocurrency and the way you store it and the way you store your wallet, which is why we advise using hardware wallets. That's a different story. But the blockchain itself is secured by math and cryptography and numerology, not numerology, that's, no, uh, by cryptography uh, uh, and, and numbers and really smart people and really smart computers. So it's it hasn't been hacked yet and... I'm no mathematical expert, but from what I've been told, it'd be extremely hard to hack it. So thanks, Robbie. $10 in crypto coming your way. Okay. Um, this one is from Sid. Yeah, from the Mar from Marina Ball, LA Sid. Sid wants to know what is a good crypto blend uh, investment blend to start out with. Now, a lot of times I get people ask me, you know, I've got X amount of dollars, I've got like $10,000, what should you do with $10,000? And, you know, and I tell them, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm very much a big, big BitConnect guy, link in the, in the comments below. <clears throat> and I always say put half in BitConnect, the other half, you know, break it up. Now, so let's concentrate this on the other half. Let's say Sid, you know, is, is working with limited dollars or doesn't, you know, or doesn't know about or believe in the BitConnect program yet, that's fine. If you just want to do straight crypto, I would say... I would do. I would follow Bitcoin dominance because, it, which is falling by the day, it seems like. Uh, and what I mean by Bitcoin dominance, I mean by the amount of the cryptocurrency marketplace Bitcoin occupies. Look at it. Bitcoin dominance. Oh, it's actually up a little bit. Is right now it's at 34.7 percent. It's just under 35 percent. Got as low as 33 percent recently. Um, wow, that's that's really low. 34.66 percent. This and is this the lowest ever? 38, 39. It's it's pretty low historically. All time, it's always been you know north of 90, 80 percent or whatever. Now it's getting pretty low as as altcoins are rising, and, and actually as Ethereum, which is another great coin to hold, has made it so much easier for people to create new altcoins and solve different problems. So so I would say uh, follow Bitcoin dominance. So let's say let's say you had you know let's let's say you had a thousand bucks, right? You know I would put. Through, what is it today? I would put, go back, I guess, essentially 3,500 into Bitcoin. Um, I would take, uh, no, that's, sorry, I was thinking about 10,000. <clears> sorry, let's say you had $1,000, I'd put 350 in Bitcoin. I'd put maybe another, you know, another maybe 200, 250 in Ethereum. So now we're up to, what? I'm, I'm bad at math, so I'm actually going to use a calculator for this. So sad, I know. 350 in Bitcoin, maybe another 250 in Ethereum. Um, and then I'd probably do another 250 in Litecoin, and then your remaining 150 in Ripple, only because Ripple is probably going to rebound. Or, or if not Ripple, another altcoin you really believe in. What's another good altcoin I believe in? I like Dash. Dash is hot. Um yeah, uh, and, and I mean it's it's been a little Dow Jones, but Dash is good. But sometimes you just want to have a lot of a little, right? So that's why Ripple makes sense. You just want to have like you know 
a hundred ripple or something. You know, I mean, well, yeah, with dollar sixty-five, you know, why not get a hundred ripple, hundred and sixty-five dollars, whatever ish, somewhere around there. So that's that's what I advise. You know, get so the top three definitely, definitely, I would get Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Those are the big three in my estimation. And then the fourth one, you know, have fun with it. You know, I, you know, maybe Ripple, maybe Monero, but definitely, you know, definitely Dash. Dash is a great one I like. Or something even smaller if you want to go into cents. You know, something in, from my coin portfolio like BAT, the uh, basic attention token, or or uh, RCN Ripple token. Or if you really want to go on a on a lion hunt, get you some Bloom. Trading it right now at about a dollar sixty-four. You'd have to get a My Ethereum wallet and go that way, but it's still possible. All right. So that. That's why I invest for a good crypto investment blend to start out with. Thanks, Sid. $10 in crypto coming from my Coinbase account. And then finally, uh, Bitcoin miner Willie Hobdy. And yo, and Willie, my serious apologies. It's been the holidays, been busy, been all over the place. But I'm finally answering your question. Thanks so much for sending it in. I appreciate you. So here is your question. He asked how many of our, and I'm assuming our, he means maybe black people, uh, 34 million people are aware of Bitcoin and how powerful economic instrument like blockchain technology can mean to us. I'd like to join your team. Well, Willie, there's no team. It's just me. <laughs> uh, but uh, by even submitting your question, you're already on the team. Anyone who supports this podcast through, you know, watching, spreading the word, you know, interacting, you know, hitting me up on social media, or even supporting me through the, the, the through the referral links, I really appreciate it. And we're all on the same team, all of you guys, all of us, you know, you know, white, black, or other, you know, are blacks in Bitcoin as far as I'm concerned. I appreciate the support and just keep interacting with us through through all those different media, um, you know, email, spread the crypto gospel. That's how you were on the team, Willie. So, and as far as how many uh, African-Americans, I think, who are actually where, I will say this. I'm part of the Black People in Cryptocurrency group on Facebook. It's growing by the day. They're probably adding like 200 new people a day. It's it's bananas. Um, well over 7,500 people at this point, I think. So I think the awareness is growing. It's hard, kind of hard to escape crypto in general in, in, the, in the public. So I think awareness is pretty high. But as far as people who are at doing actionable uh, activity on this knowledge, who are actually getting, you know, I mean, in a, 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 a cryptocurrency account on Gemini Exchange or Coinbase, or whatever. I still think the penetration is a little bit less than in other sectors, maybe, possibly. Although, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I'm, you know, I haven't done anything, you know, even scientific or even anecdotal. I would probably get if, if when I started Blacks and Bitcoin, um, dot com back in January 2014. If I would say if maybe less than three percent less than you know two percent of people had actually heard of cryptocurrency back then or at least bitcoin at that time i would say we're probably closer to maybe 15 to 20 percent because and that's and that's being anecdotal from seeing friends of mine who are actually reaching out who i haven't spoken to in a long time ask me questions about bitcoin i would say you know maybe about 15 to 20 percent of my friends have started doing that so so the penetration is still low a lot of room to grow but hopefully podcasts and sites like blacks and bitcoin can help out all right so this week's for the culture yes is and and just to give you some quick background uh, my background is entertainment and i want this segment to be about something in entertainment or pop culture that's really moved my vessel that may or may not highlight something or someone in Bitcoin, all right? <clears throat> uh, and sometimes it'll be about crypto, sometimes it won't. So just roll with it, all right? Now this week, 
I watched The Commuter. Let's bring that up on screen. <clears throat> the Commuter, that's actually, it actually comes out tomorrow. I, I got one of those uh, free screenings uh, down, in, down at Town Square in Las Vegas, and it was pretty dope. It was really good. Now, there's, it, it, I mean, it, for what it is, it's a perfect action movie that's kind of clever with a necessarily predictable third act twist, but a truly satisfying end. People actually clapped at the end. And, you know, these things, while they are fan-friendly, you don't usually clap at the end of these screenings, right? But it was really good, really involving. Liam, Liam Neeson does his thing. Liam Neeson's! Liam Neeson's! Of, of Kim Peel. Liam Neeson's! Ah! Yes, he does his thing. Kim Peel style. He's really good. Um, uh, what else? Uh, and, oh, yeah, and, and so it really isn't, like, say, a direct um, uh, Bitcoin... Uh, you know, theme or anything in there, but there is a great theme against you know the banksters and and you know the whole recession thing involved, whatever you know the whole bankster class. Uh, there's a really good fuck Goldman Sachs line from Liam Neeson's that I really enjoyed. Pretty pretty solid cast. Uh, Sam Neill, you know, he of Hunt for October fame. Liam Neeson, you know, and and I mean I won't give away too much. But basically, he's like you know uh, middle class. Uh, guy, he's 60, uh, and trust me, if I, had, if I had a dollar every time he says I'm 60, I'd almost have enough for a full Bitcoin, all right? He is, this is definitely his last action movie. He said after this, he's done, and yeah, in this movie, he's always talking about how he's 60, he's got a kid going off to college, um, financially strapped or whatever, he loses his job, and he gets on this commuter train with this interesting woman, crazy chick, uh, and... And as you've seen from the trailer, she kind of sets things in motion by kind of making him an offer he can't refuse, and it just gets really, really out of control. A lot of, uh, I mean, it's just, it's a really good thriller, um, fast-paced, you know, and in parlance from my days as the real deal movie reviews, reviews with a Z from the street, for reals. I highly recommend it. Okay, so my weekly prediction. Oh, Fuck. Um, last week I said BTC would be at 15,900. Um, yeah, we kind of missed the boat on that. Uh, let's refresh so I have totally up-to-date numbers. 13,687. I almost don't even want to make a prediction because it seems like since I started predicting these things, these things have been going down, down like a stone. Um, my first back-to-back-to-back losing days this week. Um, although it's kind of ticking up, Bitcoin's been largely moving sideways. Uh, I, I mean, I thought it'd catch some heat after CES this week, but I don't know, man. I mean, it's just, it's just been pretty stagnant. So, uh, well, uh, I mean, you know what? I believe in you. I believe in you, Bitcoin. I think it can't, I think you can't keep a good crypto down too long. Damn it. I'm going to, I'm going to stake my flag. I think this time next week we'll be at 17,000. Enough of this bullshit. Enough of this, you know, uh, sideways trading consolidation. It's time for a breakout. I've been seeing – now, I'm not in no way a guy who does technical analysis. I'm not – that's not like my bag, baby. But I think that it really does have potential to get back to get back to where it, to its high growth or whatever. A lot of these TA people who do technical analysis have been predicting, you know, it, it's setting up for a really big breakout. It's doing whatever their, their models are with like bull flags and candles and shit like that. It's getting primed for a breakout. So keep the faith, everybody. I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see a breakout 
in, in no time and back to being the crypto we all know and love. Oh, and Ripple, <laughs> did I say 415? <laughs> I meant 215, and actually, I even, I would even, I would have even missed that. We're gonna, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speculate on Ripple or any other altcoins anymore. I'm gonna keep my picks just to Bitcoin. My bad, <laughs> my bad. Uh, all right, so we're gonna wrap it up. Where can you find Blacks and Bitcoin? You can find us at Twitter at Blacks and Bitcoin, Facebook Blacks and Bitcoin, uh, Instagram at Blacks and Bitcoin. See a theme here. Also, uh, no Snapchat, none of that. You know, we we, we too grown for that. Also, please like and subscribe this podcast at iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever your favorite podcasting outlet lives. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe, please. Um, we've been experimenting with some ELI fives, little quick, you know, five minute quick hitters on things I've learned throughout the week because I'm always learning something new and cool and interesting about cryptocurrency throughout the week. So support those at ELI5. If you're curious about my fancy sports-style movies game, check out our landing page at cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Just a landing page for now while we're on hiatus fundraising, mostly through crypto. But there's still lots to see and explore about me, the company, and the game. Please support the podcast. Easiest way is to give it a five-star rating, share it with your friends, and share it on social media. The more we know about it, the better, and the bigger the giveaways can be. Open up an account at Coinbase using my referral link. With your first buy of $10 or more of Bitcoin, they'll credit you an extra $10 worth of Bitcoin, and I'll get a little $10 in Bitcoin. It's a win-win. Links are in the show description as well as in the YouTube page. Tip me at my blockchain wallet. The super long address is below in the description. And even more, tell all your friends and send me your Bitcoin and crypto questions at blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com. That's blacks with an S in Bitcoin at gmail.com. And if you love Bitcoin and you've enjoyed this show, how if you hear me?